Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, Happy New Year, Garmy. Welcome back to The Ralph Report, a first for this brand new year, 2022. It is Monday, January 3rd, and we're going godless. That's right. No more Lilith, no more any gods, because they have failed us for the past two years. So this year, we're all science-based here at The Ralph Report. It is a brand new Ralph report for a brand new year. Sadly, however, our uh, our beloved Rear Admiral Eddie Pence won't be joining us this week. Apparently, two weeks of vacation not enough for Eddie. He had to take a third. Show-saver. Please make sure, make sure the recording's on. Nice job, Eddie Penny. Yeah, nice job, Eddie Penny. He's taking uh, the rest of the week off. Fuck you, Eddie! So... You fiend. But don't worry about it. I shan't be alone. We have recruited... See, that's the nice part about... The Ralph Report is we have so many people on deck just to step in and lend a hand, starting with our first guest host this week. It's the first lady of The Ralph Report. It's Carrie. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for stepping in. Well, it's exciting to get out from behind the computer and get in front of the microphone. And you even, I have my bell here. You've got everything you need. So exciting. To be our special guest host today. Steve Ashton will be lending a hand later on in the week as well. So we will sally forth with new Ralph reports all week long. And then Eddie will be joining us uh, next week. So welcome to the Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. It's like a walnut of sadness in my stomach. That's right. Just like that. Just like Lady Gaga feeling a walnut of sadness in her stomach. <laughs> so happy to be back, boys and girls. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. How was your holiday season, Carrie? It was good, and I'm ready for it to be over. You're done with the holidays? I'm, I'm done. Ready to take all the ornaments down wow. and get everything reorganized and, and get back into regular life. But it was a. I thought it was a really good one. Some quality family time. Indeed. Um, I'm uh, I'm sad. You know me. I always get the post-holiday blues. Yeah, I get, I get the blues. Too. I, I get that the day after Christmas. I do. And then, and then again after the new year. Oh, you get it again after the new year yeah. too, huh? But I'm glad that we've got the Ralph Report to look forward to. I'm glad that we had a chance to take some time off and spend some time with the family. The kid had a good Christmas, which is all really that matters. Yes. And New Year's was fun. New Year's Day, I went to... Uh, Went to see my beloved Philadelphia Flyers play the L.A. Kings on New Year's Day. 
That did not go so well. No. 6-3 was the final score there. But you're still holding out hope that your beloved Eagles might actually make it into the playoffs. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot to mention the Philadelphia Eagles needed a win in order to have a chance at the playoffs. Coincidence that Eddie Pence isn't here the day after my Eagles uh-huh. beat up on the Washington football team. He just couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. He is going to be getting a pie in the face when he returns from his so vacation. Exciting. Because every season, you know, Eddie Pence and I have a standing bet. Whoever's team has the best record, the other person gets a pie yes. in the face wearing the jersey of their team. Now, so. have you decided whether this time it will be the standard whipped cream pie or are you going to step it up a notch? Well, I don't maybe know yet. Go fruity? I don't know what kind of pie he's going to be wearing yet. Okay. I wore the cream pie last time. So it would yes. probably be fair for him to also just get a uh, cream pie in cream the face. Cream pie in the face. But I feel like uh, I got an opportunity here to ratchet it up a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like you might want to do something that you know he'll dislike immensely, like maybe a mince pie. Yes, or, um, or some people recommended a mushroom pie because he oh, hates he mushrooms. Would really, really hate that. He really would hate that. Yes. So I have a week to think about you it. You do. To plot and scheme to see how I'm going to punish Eddie. But uh, that's what happens. You take a week off, Eddie Pence. You earn my ire, which means the pie will be even more disgusting than originally promised. He's really going to pay for this extra week of vacation. Eddie's terrible. So we'll see what's in store for him when he gets back. Uh, Also... Good show lined up for you today, by the way, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's Monday, and even though Eddie isn't here, we will be doing a Munchin' Monday segment with special guest host First yes, Lady Carrie. Yes, we will. And I'm a little bit concerned about this because you are downplaying it. I am. I, I'll tell you something. It's nothing that you've ever had before. Well, that's good because I was worried that, you know, there's only five or six things that I don't like. I and know. I thought for sure you were going to pick one of those things. I didn't. And I, 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 I was going to use this for the first Munch and Monday for Eddie and I when he came back. But okay. uh, because he had to extend his vacation, it turns out that you are in the hot seat now. And I'm going to tell you, it's nothing you've had before. It's nothing I've had before. It was sent to us by a Garmy member. It is a, a novelty. Now I'm scared. And you and I are both going to be trying it. Oh, God. And uh, it's along the lines with, like, the flavored lubricants that Eddie and I tried yep, uh, yep. at the end of last year. Okay. That did not go well. No. But I hope, hopefully this will uh, okay. be, be better. So All right. We'll wait and see. I'm, I am going to put my brave face on, and I'm going to step it up and, and, and do it. This is going to be fun for Carrie because she no longer listens to the program so this is going to be her first chance to yeah. hear the Ralph Report in a long time. I listen probably once a month, but not <laughs> the whole in. way through. <laughs> just to check I in and see what's going on? just check in, but I feel like there are so many other podcasts that I need to listen to, not for entertainment purposes, but for 
like the purposes of learning. Ah, and per- you're also creating your own. development. You're creating your own. And creating my own and just general busyness. I struggle. So I... I, um, I don't hold it against you. Because I, I you- tend to read the, the landing page of Patreon and I'm communicating with the Garmi back and forth if they have tech issues and stuff. But the daily listening to of the show yes. is not something that I do. I get that. And you still run the show from the back end and that is uh, greatly appreciated. So... Please no, I don't hold that against you. But I was thinking that it was fun today because you'll get to hear the show in toto while you're actually right there in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. So uh, besides Munch and Monday, we do have entertainment news. We got your phone calls. So much good stuff. So let's jump right into it, shall we? By opening up the Garmy mailbag. We haven't done that in a while. Let's read some Garmy letters. Let's take a look. Don't need no tickets for an aeroplane to find out what's on my listeners' brains. Some letters. This first letter up, I knew you'd appreciate it, Carrie. Uh, this comes from Michael Sindel. Michael, his brother Ariel Sindel, and Ariel's wife Deborah just had their second baby, Kiera, on January 1st. And the reason it's of interest, and the reason Michael wrote in asking for some love from the Garmy, Michael's a two star general from the Central Coast of California, and mm-hmm. uh, Ariel and Deborah, also big fans of the show. They're going to be a little preoccupied because uh, baby Kiera came early mm-hmm. at 28 weeks. Ooh, that's so early. So the baby will be in the NICU for a few months at least. And uh, Michael was saying they're big fans of the show and they can use all the support they can get. And if anybody knows about uh, dealing with the stress and trauma of having a kid in the NICU, it's mm-hmm. uh, Carrie and myself. That is right. Because our twins uh, were both in the NICU uh, yeah. right after they were it's born. indelibly marked on, it's seared into my brain. Yes, but here's the good news. And I put this out there for Ariel and Deborah and Uncle Mike as well. Mm-hmm. The good news is, it, if all goes well, it becomes at some point an unpleasant distant memory. Yes. And now that we have an adorable 11-year-old running around just being a champion, mm-hmm. it's almost it seems like another lifetime ago where she was this tiny little creature struggling yep. in the NICU, you know? So the good news is if you can get through it, yes, that it does pass and these uh, preemie kids grow up and they get stronger and they get healthy and, and everything they moves do. on. They do. So we're but wishing you guys But it's a rough best. experience and I, I, I mean, you got to take care of yourself. Good point. <clears throat> you really, really do have to to make sure that you do that. I know for me, I just couldn't be, I, I didn't know what to do with myself unless I was there. Yes. Because you can't relax and you can't uh-uh. stay at home. I couldn't watch TV. I felt like I shouldn't be at the gross. I shouldn't be doing any of the normal things in life. Yeah, your mind is completely preoccupied with other stuff. So um, our thoughts and prayers are going out to you and all the Garmy members. Yeah, big hugs. They're so amazing. And I know they will be sending their support as well. Speaking of which, that leads us to our second email. This one comes from Josh Taylor. Josh, I really appreciated this one. I'm going to read this to you. Happy New Year to you, Eddie, Steve, Carrie and everyone there at the Ralph Report. While you've been away, I've been digging in the past episodes this year, and it goes without saying that the Garmy is generous. With that in mind, I was curious as to just how much money was raised off the Ralphles, so I did a little <laughs> digging through the archives. Wow, if, if that is some work there. If you're new to the show, uh, every week we have Eddie Pence draw something in 60 seconds, and then we take that piece of artwork, and then we raffle it off. We don't call it a raffle because Patreon uh, frowns on Not raffles. allowed. 
So it's called a raffle where everyone who donates to whatever cause happens to be highlighted that week goes into a drawing and then we pick a lucky name out for a Garmin member and we send them along the art. And we've been using that as an opportunity to raise money for worthy causes, both large and small right. over the past year. Um, Josh writes, starting about April 16th with the suggestion of a member going through the next 27 weeks, I tallied up the numbers. I also included the money raised for a little girl, which resulted in an awesome birthday, a GoFundMe for a Garmin member battling cancer. So the grand total was $50,818.07. Wow. Over $50,000. I, I didn't think it was going to be that much. I thought it'd be less than half of that. My mind is blown right now. Over $50,000 raised for people and animals and all kinds of charities right. for all kinds of people in need. Well, that's part of why we love doing this, right? Because Absolutely. the community is such an unbelievable, you know, people say to me all the time, um, you know, they talk about the podcast. Right. And I say it's it's actually a community before it's a podcast. Yes. Because it really is. It is. The Garmy is remarkable. Josh continues, aside from bringing smiles, laughs, and great entertainment day after day, the Ralph Report makes a real difference in people's lives. And I would say, Josh, thank you. But as Carrie mentioned, it's really the Garmy that does that. So thanks for doing that number for me. But I couldn't believe it when he added it yeah. all up. It was over 50 grand. Yeah. It's also not easy to add all of that up. No. I mean, you've got to. He had to do some research. Really, kind of comb through all of the the posts. Yeah. So I, I appreciate well that. Well done. Uh, yes, me too. All right, uh, we got phone calls, of course, here on the Ralph Report as well. I listen to each and every one of them. It's pretty easy. All I got to do is dial up that magical phone number one eight three three. Hello. Yeah, that's the number. <laughs> that's, that I haven't heard. Before. <laughs> you never heard I was waiting See? for you to go do the High Ralph thing, nah. but now it's a baby High it's a Ralph. Brand new show. I'm telling you, you're going to hear so many oh, new things. I like that. That's during good. today's adventure. Okay. That's the number for the Ralph Report hotline 1 833. Hi, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to them all. Then I grab a handful and we put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind. Every Monday we start off with a joke because Mondays are hard enough to face. So here's a little extra mirth. It's a mirthful Monday. Jason calls in with today's joke. Happy New Year, Ralph, the whole crew, everybody. This is Jason, Anaheim, two-star general. I have a, I know it's a little early, but uh, a mirthful Monday joke. Great. So, why did the office manager call the printer Bob Marley? Bob Marley. I don't know why. why. Because it'd always be jamming, man. <laughs> <laughs> ah, love you, mean bud. Because it'd always be jamming. Oh, that's a good one. And, you know, this is a particularly difficult Monday because everybody's just off of the holidays yes. and back at it and you've got that overwhelming feeling like you're supposed to set new intentions and resolutions and all that stuff it's a heavy monday so thank you for that that was a good one i gotta tell you even getting this show ready and sitting down to record it i feel a little off i feel a little rusty because it has been sure i've been you know knee deep in eating whatever i wanted to eat and right? drinking whatever i wanted to yep, drink and sleeping too. all day and just wasting my day away 
regretting all the things I said I was going to get through during the holiday that I never got to. So it is. It's a tough. Uh, but you Monday. did exactly what you're supposed to do. I you suppose. don't. You don't take very much time off from the show. I try so. not to. And by tomorrow, you'll be right back in it. That's so right. Don't worry too much. I'm so happy to start off the new year with another misheard lyrics. One of my favorite segments on this show are people calling in, outing themselves, not knowing the lyrics to popular songs that the rest of us seem to know pretty easily. This time it's Andrew. Hey, Ralph. Uh, Andrew, uh, two-star general from Long Island. This is a, uh, a misheard lyrics. Uh, when I was a kid, I um, used to listen to uh, the radio station with my dad all the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, we heard um, Running With The Devil, Come On. Oh. I didn't know the song at the time. Love that And song. I started mm-hmm. singing along to it. I started singing Pudding With The Devil. Pudding With The Devil. Yes. The chocolatey, creamy <laughs> dessert, Pudding With The Devil. Pudding. Not Running With The Devil. Pudding With The Devil. Because it didn't sound like that to me. Mm. It sounded like Pudding With The Devil. Very different song. Needed to share this. Been meaning to share this for a long time. Love the show. Love you guys. Love you, mean it, bye. Thank you, Andrew. But once again, <laughs> I often point out when these folks call in, that's the title of the damn song. Right. Running with the Devil by Van Halen. You are so dumb. You are Aww. really dumb. For real. I'm going to play you a little of the song, see if you can hear what Andrew hears. Although it sounds kind of enticing, though. I'd like to sit down with the devil and have a nice cup of pudding. That sounds, yes, that sounds chocolate fun. pudding with the devil. Take a listen to Van Halen here, see if you can hear what Andrew's hearing. <laughs> You're putting with the devil. I did the very first time, but the other two times were quite clear that he was saying running. I don't know. Listen again. Putting with the devil. There we go. Sounds like a Weird Al song. Putting with the devil. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I figured what better way to start off the new year than by clearing some consciousness, conscious, consciousness. That's not easy for me to say at consciousness. all. Consciousness. Not consciousness, but like when you have a guilty conscience. Yes. To clean oh, some but consciences. Mul- but plural. Conscious, conscious. Consciences. Con- to, to lift your spirits, to remove your guilt with a segment that we call here to on the cleanse show. cleanse your soul. Exactly. We're here to offer you uh, to offer you absolution, as they say in the Catholic Church. Here, where you can confess your sins. sins. Garmi members call in and confess their sins to other members of the Garmi to make their uh, conscience clean again. As always, uh, feel free to send it in at the Ralph Report hotline, and I will alter your voice so no one who listens to the show We'll hear your guilty sins, but I hope it makes you feel better after you talk about it. Once in college, I lived across the street from like a campus church type of thing. And this big titty goth girl and I broke into the church. And well, Father Ralph, we spent about two, three hours just fucking all over that altar and Ooh. just saying the most evil demonic stuff we could come up with. It was a challenge. It was a game. It was one of the hottest moments of my life. And my God, ugh, I need to get that off my chest. 
I think about it more often than I should. But bless me. Thank you. Wow. Love you, made it by. Oh, he going to hell. Evil, demonic sex in a church. Oh, my God. That altar is, it's desecrated I forever. Know. Now they have to burn it down. I wonder if people can smell the sex aftermath when they get on their knees to no. take communion. That's what incense is for. That's why they walk through the church with the incense. That's get, only in the Catholic get church. Get the sex though. smell out. He didn't um, say it was Catholic. Look, we're free. We're 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 going godless this year, so I can't judge you on that. But uh, you are now. Yeah, absolved. you're right. You're, uh, who knows what's going to happen this year? Being godless, it is. It, it couldn't it is be any worse. Free for all. The past two years, we had uh, we had Lilith yep, last year. Yep. We had she the, was the worst, by the way. We had the Egyptian god. Uh, what the hell was his Shizmu. name? Shizmu. See, I who who listens to the show? You do. Yes. <laughs> With a year ago, you did. <laughs> I did a year ago. Here's right. another sin. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? No, I was just gonna say I that is is bold and brave. Yeah. I can see why uh, it'd be hot too. Yep. I, 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 if you're with a, a goth girl with big boobs and she wants to roll over the now, the, would you, uh, Ralph, altar? be able to actually get over it and actually just bang away and have a great oh, time? Yeah, you would sure. be able to do that. So you wouldn't yeah. be you wouldn't be feeling the beams of light of your parents Hardly. looking down on you, going How at dare that you stage. Do this I, I'm already. I, I've got a backstage pass at hell as it is. Yeah. So I'm not okay. Really, I'm not All right. Really I, I would struggle. I, I would to struggle it. to. Well, you were raised more religiously than. I was Sunday I church every freaking Sunday. I, ba- I bailed pretty early on Catholicism. Yeah, you did. Uh, things are even worse. This guy has been carrying this sin around since he was a kid. Hey, Ralph. I uh, have a confession for the Garmin confessional. Um, uh, when I was a little kid, one time I was watching my little brother. That's nice. Uh, while he was in the bathtub, and I peed on him. Hmm. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Watched the little brother in the bathtub, and he just peed on the kid. Just pulled in, his pants down and bathtub. peed on the kid. Well, it's sterile. Can't imagine what would possess sterile. someone to want to pee on My brother, brother pooped on me in the bath when we were little. But you were bathing together, right? Yeah. Yeah, this but guy was supposed to be watching purpose. his kid. He's supposed, he's supposed to be watching his little yeah, brother. that's abuse. He was babysitting. I don't know if I can forgive that one. Yeah. But I can absolutely forgive this one. Hello, Father Ralph. I have sinned, and I'm here to confess because um, I just did this, and I feel not at all bad about it. Uh, I teach high school, and I have this kid who's just a total jerk. Um, he's mean to everybody, not just me, but the other kids. And I know he works at the local grocery store. I heard him complaining once that if people abandon their carts, he has to restock everything. Mm. So I just filled two carts, and I left them in the middle of aisle seven. Bye. <laughs> I feel like I know who that is. Do you? I feel I feel like I know that voice. I'm not going to tell you I who I think it voice, is. Though. I altered it. I know, but it still sounds like someone I feel like I, I know. Well, I, I say good on you, sir. I say good on you, too. That is awesome. Kid sounds like a jerk, and I'm glad that he My got My only question is, why did he abandon an aisle seven mm. and not aisle ten? You know, lucky number seven. That's yeah, why. I guess so. Thanks to everybody for your confessions. Of course, you can always uh, send them in here, too the Ralph Report Hotline, and we'll alter your voice and let you cleanse your souls. And we also play upbeat music on each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call them our happy hits. Bill, Bill Geiler, known as Beguiler. Always glad to hear from Bill. He had an excellent suggestion to kick off 2022. Yo, Ralph, and everybody else 
and this entire group of wonderful fans. Hey, it's Beguiler. Uh, I was calling because I just want to wish you guys a happy new year and hope you had a great two weeks off. We missed you, but we need to have your batteries recharged to give us some funny for the rest of this year. Um, speaking of funny, I was just thinking of a happy hit to start off the new year. How about Happy New Year by Spike Jones and his city slippers? I think that might start off the year. And again, guys, thank you. It has meant everything for me over the last two years, which have been hard for everybody, but 18 months off of work was just horrendous. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Thank you, Bill. If you're not familiar with the Spike Jones group, they were the Weird Al Yankoviches of the, the 1940s. 40s. I was going to say 50s. Yeah, well, they were popular throughout yeah. the 40s, 50s, even into the 60s. Uh, this particular song comes from 1948. I haven't heard it in a million years, so I was glad that Bill recommended it. Here it is from Spike Jones. Happy New Year. This is my New Year's resolution. When my mother-in-law begins to yell and shout, through the window I would like to throw her out. But I resolve not to do it, here is why. I'm afraid of hitting someone passing by. <laughs> this is my New Year's resolution. <laughs> when I'm at the movies watching a love scene, and the lady's hat is blocking half the screen, I resolve not to shout, take off that hat. I'll remove it gently with a baseball bat. This is my New Year's resolution. When I take a lovely lady out to eat, and she orders caviar instead of meat, I resolve to let the lady have her fill. And of course, I'll also let her pay the bill. This is my New Year's resolution. Thank you so much, Bill. That was fun. That was funny. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks to everybody who called in. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. All you got to do is call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All righty, on Mondays, we like to take a look through the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, January 3rd, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history 
On this day, January 3rd, in the year 1496, Leonardo da Vinci unsuccessfully tested his flying machine. Wow. Flying machine flying in the machine. 1400s. Right? That guy was something else. I'm sorry Oof. it didn't work out for him. I wonder how he tested it. Hope he did, wasn't actually trying to fly himself. No, I'm sure he had someone else. Hey, that's no good. I fall over the wall. I hurt <laughs> my ankle. It's no good. Somebody help me. Oh my God. He said famously. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Italians, Pope Leo X excommunicated Martin Luther on this day in 1521. Mm. The Roman Catholic Church booted him out because he, of course, started the Protestant Reformation, trying to change things in the Catholic Church. And one thing religious people don't like is when you try to change their shit. Right, that's right. And so he invented, like, Lutheranism, right? That, I mean, yes. And that's how I was raised. You so. were, I know, you were a Lutheran. God damn you, Martin Luther. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Were you unhappy with the way yeah, the like, Lutherans? Like it would have been better if I was Baptist my my whole life. That no, would have been worse. That would have been worse. Been worse. Yeah. 1777, General George Washington's Revolutionary Army defeated the British forces at the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey. I know Princeton very well. I'm surprised that January 3rd was this busy. Oh, it's They so didn't much. take a break for the holidays. They didn't <laughs> ease into the new year. They were like inventing flying machines and fighting. Did you want Did you want George Washington to take a little break from yes. the in, war for independence of our country for the holidays? Yes, just take a couple weeks off. Everybody rest Look, up. Britt, can we just, can we start this up again? I don't know, like February or something. Can we just take some time off? Okay. Can we ease into the new year? It's not the way it worked. In 1780, the Danish national anthem, Kong Christian, was sung for the very first time. If you're not familiar with the Danish national anthem, first of all, how dare you? But secondly, uh, secondly here's a little taste. There you go. That yeah, sounds like someone else's. The lyrics, Kong Christian stod vent hornmast, erog und damp hans verg, hamred safast. What does that mean? In English, that translates King Christian stood by the lofty mast in mist and smoke. His sword was hammering so fast. Jesus. Like he's talking about his dick. Sounds yeah, like old that's... King Christian was hammering somebody there and they decided to make it the national anthem. <laughs> Nice job, by the way, with your accent. Thank you. I have no idea if that was actually Danish or not, but I could make it sound like I don't it. know. It kind of sounded German, too. But 1823, Stephen Austin received a grant of land from the Mexican government that became Texas. Well, that's unfortunate. We found, how dare you, madam? We have lots of Garmia members in Texas, and we love them. <laughs> I love them. We love Texas. We love all of our states, just not all of the people who live in all of our states. That's right. 1825, Scottish factory owner Robert Owen bought 30,000 acres of land in Indiana to start his utopian community of New Harmony. Ooh, that sounds dangerous. No, it sounds awesome. He left the United Kingdom because he was trying to enact social reforms. This is around the time of the workhouses and you know, think of Charles Dickens and kids who were slaving yes. away. Mm -hmm. He thought that the, uh, the ongoing industrialization of society was bad for people. So he was trying to create social reforms that included better conditions for workers, limits on child labor, fair pay for workers, universal education, public education for people of all ages and all social classes, 
So he started his utopian community of New Harmony on this day in 1825. And where did he start it again? In uh, Indiana. 30,000 acres in Indiana along the Wabash River. Interesting place to pick. By two years, two years later, it had collapsed. Oh, dear. Because he filled it with what he called the boatload of knowledge. He got a ship and he filled it up with geologists and zoologists and artists and teachers. And he populated this community with all the best brains that he could come up with. The problem was there was nobody there to raise corn or feed anybody to actually or, do or the work build anything and so they all started fighting amongst themselves and the entire uh, community it collapsed. just collapsed so it was a good idea yes poorly executed i'm gonna do that and when i hit the lottery gonna make a utopia i'm gonna buy thirty thousand acres i'm gonna start my own little town you're going heading out to riverside or new new garmony maybe victorville I'm call it, new garmony and i'm gonna fill it with the best and the brightest and we're gonna start a utopian community you got to get some doers, too. I know. I'm going to get some doers. Uh, 1831, the first U.S. Building and Loan Association was organized in Frankfurt, Pennsylvania. In Where? Eight, Frankfurt, Pennsylvania. <laughs> not, not Philadelphia, sadly. No. 1842, Charles Dickens and his wife, Catherine, we were just talking about Dickens, yeah. uh, left for America aboard the HMS Britannia. Who does that on January 3rd? That'd be a cold trip, right? Ooh. Yeah. On this day in 1888... The drinking straw was patented. Marvin C. Stone invented the first drinking straw. Was it, it wasn't plastic. No, it was paper. It was paper. That was covered with wax. Oh. Because he invented the paper drinking straw. Yes. But people were drinking through it and it would become immediately soggy. We know that now, don't we? Yes. So he got drinking straws and then he covered the paper with wax mm -hmm. and that's how he made the first successful drinking straw. Well done. Originally started his career as an inventor by inventing the paper cigarette holder. So it was a short hop, skip, and a jump from cigarette right. holder to, uh, to straw. What a creative man. But think about that. Until, the 18, until 1888, people were drinking with legitimate straws, like straw that you find on a farm. Yeah. And it it tasted like grass. Yes, it so would everything, taste like grass. Everything you drank tasted like the straw you were drinking. In. Yeah. But he came along and changed all that. Well, that's that's a good thing. I now, agree. if we could just figure, if we could figure out, because I love drinking through straws. I do too. But you know, they like they make you swallow extra air. It can cause bloating. I did not know that. So I try not to drink out of a straw all day, but I'm drinking but you, out of one right now. But you can't. You got to. What? Well, you have a reusable one. That's the key, right? We don't have disposable straws anymore. No, but I, I shouldn't be drink. I drink out of um, my reusable straw all day long. And then at the you end of the day, that? I look like I'm eight months pregnant. Oh, uh, because you got a lot of air in you? Yeah. How does that work? I, I can't imagine. You're getting the fluid right up. Oh, because there's already air there's in air the straw. There's air in the straw right now. There's there. It's all air in the straw. So then I go. Gotcha. So you're gulping that down. <laughs> Thanks for the sound <laughs> you're effects. You're welcome. Appreciate that. <laughs> In 1920, the Boston Red Sox sold Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees for $125,000 in Dumb. cash. Dumb move. Start of the 84 year curse of the Bambino for that franchise. Yep. They say that's what cursed the team because they got rid of the Babe. 1925, Benito Mussolini Ooh. dissolved the Italian parliament and proclaimed, proclaimed himself the dictator of Italy, taking the title of Il Duce. Which in Italian means, do you know? You speak a little Italian. You know what il dulce means? Well, I know dolce, but I don't Not know. dolce. That'd be if cream, I know, wouldn't it? Yeah, sweet I don't or something? Know, yeah, yeah, I was thinking it can't be that. Dulce, 
D-U-C-E. I don't know what that is. The leader called himself the leader. Uh, He was an asshole. He was not a good person. No, he was not. In 1931, the Montreal Maroons were playing hockey in the NHL, and their central Nels Stewart scored the fastest two goals by a single player in NHL history. 1931. Wait, still to this day? To this day, the record still holds. And when I tell you what it is, you won't be surprised. He scored two goals four seconds apart. How is that even possible? Because you have to do the cross the line thing. Well, it depends on where the faceoff is, I suppose. Oh my gosh. Four seconds apart, he scored two goals. Uh, yeah, the, no one's probably ever going to beat that. No. The, there's a team, the Montreal Canadiens, have scored two goals two seconds apart as a team. But one player scoring two goals four seconds right. is still the record to this Wow, day. that's impressive. Indeed it is. In 1939, Jean Cox became the first girl page in the U.S. House of Representatives. Hmm. So naturally, she became the first girl page to be sexually harassed, I'm assuming, in the U.S. House yeah, I would of imagine, yes. Representatives. 1945, Caddo Meridian School in New York installed germicidal ultraviolet lamps in every classroom to try to stop mumps and chicken pox. Ultraviolet or ultraviolet? <laughs> ultraviolet. I think you said ultraviolet. <laughs> ultraviolet lamps? That wouldn't be good. You wouldn't <laughs> want kids beating each other up. No, ultraviolet lamps uh-huh. in attempts to kill the uh, mumps and chicken pox viruses. And so apparently, that would not have worked. It did not go no. so well. No, it didn't. Uh, Dragnet debuted on this day in 1952. For the first time ever, Dragnet was aired on NBC television, a a hallmark in terms of cop shows. It became the first police procedural drama, and it was a monster hit. Aired in 1952 all the way through to the 1970s. It was on television forever. I don't remember watching. It was a cop series? Yeah, it was famous. Jack Webb was known for his sort of borderline deadpan delivery mm-hmm. just the facts ma'am just the facts and he mm. would it had a famous uh, uh intro as well ladies and gentlemen the story you are about to see is true the names have been changed to protect the innocent Sound familiar at all? Yep, absolutely yeah. sounds familiar. I The cop show I remember the most from the 70s was not the biggest one, but it was Adam 12. Oh, sure. I loved Adam 12. Yeah. One Adam 12, one Adam 12. That's right. See the man about a dog. <laughs> Very good. 1956, a fire damaged the top part of the Eiffel Tower. Huh. It's metal, isn't it? How much damage yes, could it do? Yes, I don't know. I mean, now they have, you know, they have stuff up there. Yeah, like, uh, like a restaurant they, and stuff, right? They do, and and there's, um, you know, a, like an area where you can go up and look out over Paris and everything. But back hmm. then, I I didn't know that they had anything up there to burn. I have been to the Eiffel Tower, uh, but it was after 9-11, oh. and they weren't letting anybody up there. So I just kind of looked at it from the ground. I will tell you that, have you ever been... Um, in Paris, in Vegas. Yes. The Par- okay. Yes. So you know when That's you walk- the only Eiffel Tower I've ever seen. You, but you walk into the lobby and the presence of, of the the four like, legs of the Eiffel Tower coming down into the lobby are impressive. Yes. So you can only imagine what it's like being underneath the actual Eiffel Tower. It's gigantic. Massive and impressive. And seeing Paris from up high is kind of cool. Yeah. 
Um, uh-huh. I, I want to see Paris from the top of the Eiffel Tower. I don't, I don't, you're not, I don't peg you as a Paris man. Not interested. Yep, I know. I have no interest in Paris. Yeah. Shan't go. Shan't go. Mm-hmm. You would like the hot chocolate. I'm sure. Uh, I would like the baguettes. You would like the baguettes. I would like the fact that everyone smokes everywhere. You would, that would you be would, cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cured meats. Mm. I think oh. you would like. Uh, but other than that, I think you'd be done. Yeah, not interested. 1957, the first electric watch was introduced in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. First battery-operated watch. Didn't have to wind it. 1957. I would assume that would have been earlier. Yeah, me too. 1959, Alaska was admitted as the 49th United States. U.S. state, rather. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, 1964, Jack Parr Show. Now, a lot of people think the Beatles debuted on Ed Sullivan the first time they were shown That's in, what on American television. Thinks. Everybody thinks that in February of 64, when they were on the Ed Sullivan show, that was the debut of the Beatles on American television. Wrong. Here you go. See, here you can you make some money from people in bars with this piece of trivia. This is worth the 15 cents a day right here. Yes. Jack Parr show, 1964, on this day, January 3rd, showed a film clip of the Beatles singing She Loved You. She Loves You, rather. But that wasn't live. It wasn't live, but it was the first performance of the Beatles ever to be televised in America. He was in England, in London, saw the band, and set it up so that they would film a performance that he could show on his television show when he returned to the United States. Only because he wanted to make fun of them, however. What? He thought they were ridiculous. Like with their haircuts and their style and everything. So he was going to show it to his audience to poke fun at this goofy band that was very popular in England at the time. Don't you wish we could listen to a clip of that and see if the audience was laughing? How interesting you bring that up, Carrie, Uh because I have right here just such a clip. Nice to know that England has finally risen to our cultural level. Nice to know that England has finally risen to our cultural level. What an asshole. Busting balls. Wow. Speaking of the Beatles, on this day in 1969, John Lennon's Two Virgins album was declared pornographic in New Jersey because it featured a nude photo of John and Yoko on the cover. I remember that cover. Yeah. It was racy for the time. They were both very, very hairy. There yes, was no no manscaping in the Lennon household, and Yoko no. also did not trim her Japanese no. garden. No, she did not. No, she didn't. Or her um, Japanese, I don't know, armpits. <laughs> I didn't see under her <laughs> arms. I was just but, but I was too busy taken then? by the thicket between her right. legs. But who who who, who was manscaping in the sixties? Nobody, Nobody was. was. No, it was, it was free love and free hair. Yep, everywhere. 1977, Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs incorporated a little company called Apple Computers, Inc. Oh, Sounds familiar. Could have bought a little stock back then. It yeah. changed my life. 1987, Aretha Franklin became the first female artist to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They finally showed her some. R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what it means to me. Still so good. She's amazing. She is just one of the greats. 1996, on this day, the first clamshell flip phone was sold. 
the I, Motorola I StarTac. Oh my God. I miss the flip phone. I loved my flip it phone. It was satisfying to flip it open. I guess you can get them again now. They've started making them like Have they new really? retro flip phones. Not, not, not Apple. Uh, no. Well, there was, you know, the Apple, the iPhone didn't exist right, for right, years right. after I'm the saying mobile now. phone. Now, I think Motorola released a new version of the flip uh, phone where the mistake, whole thing though. is a screen, though. It's a screen that folds in half. Oh. And so when you open it up, you have the full flat screen the way you They're would. They're going to have so many problems with that. It's I think they already do. Break left and right. But, but it was fun while it existed. Same with the pullout radio. Yes. So satisfying so, so to wouldn't... get into my Toyota Tercel and pull out my radio and then carry it around in a bag. So no one I looked steal it. so cool. Yeah, of course we all did. <sighs> 60 million were sold, by the way, of that flip phone by the time it was all said and done. In 1997, Bryant Gumbel hosted his final Today Show on NBC television after being on there for 15 years. I remember that day vividly, and I was just moved by how moved he was to be saying goodbye. I don't want to make more of this than it is. Um, television is not medical research, and 15 years is not a lifetime. But uh, 15 years has been about a third of my life. And um, it has been a, um, it's been a real pleasure and a genuine privilege to represent this program and the wonderful, wonderful people who put it on. Um, I've had a great time. I really have. I've had a great time. I hope that you have enjoyed it nearly as much, even a fraction as much, as I have. All choked up. Oh, gosh, that makes me choke up. It's beautiful. Yeah. On this day in 2000, Charles Schultz created his last Peanuts comic strip. And the world became a little funnier because he stopped putting peanuts out into the world. Thank God. Not funny once, not ever, ever once, not. Schroeder. <laughs> and speaking of goodbyes, after hosting America's Top 40 for over 30 years, Casey Kasem mm. finally gave up his hosting duties and turned it over to Ryan Seacrest. It was the end of an era. Yes. Not quite as emotional as Bryant Gumble when he said goodbye. I'm Casey Kasem. Now, one more time, the words I've ended my show with since 1970. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Boy, that voice. Every week I would listen to that. Yeah, that there are certain voices that just get to me. The other one, um, the, someone who we lost just this last week, was um, there will never be a more familiar voice when I'm watching NFL football than John Madden. One of the greats. Oh, Absolutely. So good. Boom. 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 Uh, speaking of Casey Kasem, I would be remiss if I didn't play my favorite piece of audio, one of my favorite pieces of audio ever. Casey Kasem, outtake from him recording America's Top 40 when he had to do a special long-distance dedication to a family that just lost their beloved dog, Snuggles. And they asked for a song to be dedicated to Snuggles, the dead dog. Okay. And he was recording that dedication, but it came after an upbeat song in the Top 40, Mm -hmm. and he was furious about it. 
<clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, <laughs> if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn <laughs> record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> Yes. That is one of my favorite <laughs> outtakes ever in history. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, that's it for everything that happened on this day in history. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. Oh, boy, I love that so much. All right, let's take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call The Showbiz Beat. All the show business news this week is just pictures of rich people celebrating the new year it's at Saint parties Bart's. that will never be invited right. to. Right. It's all it's people in St. Bart's who have private personal chefs oh and and personal trainers and they all have 6% body fat and they're parading around in the Caribbean and I don't care. So so infuriating slash depressing for me to see all of those photographs. I don't know why anybody wants to see that stuff. I certainly don't. No. Because it just makes me feel shitty about my New Year's celebration. And it makes me angry that there's that much wealth out there that's just being blown like on ridiculous parties. People on private parties. yachts and stuff. I will say that I, I tend to look at it more as a, why do you need to show the world that? Yes. But not so much, I wish I was there. Because we celebrated... You know, with at my brother's house I know. with all the kids, and I thought that that was great and fun. Yes. And I, I, you know, I, I would you want to travel for the holidays if you could? I can't imagine that would be something that you, Ralph Garman, would want to do. If I could just hop on a private plane and jet off to the Caribbean, true. Then yes, yes. then I would. I don't want to stand in line and at then, LAX at the TSA. Right. And, you know, get COVID while right. someone's taking their shoes off. Then you off. could get off of your yacht and get back on your private jet and jet in to Philly for the Mummer's Prey. Yes, I could do all of those things. But you know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't post pictures up and say, everyone yeah. look at me and envy. I just, I hate, it's, it's enough that they have that. I agree. Can't they just be happy having that without having I to know. rub it in everyone else's face? What I think would be awesome is if just for one, just for one day, we all decided we weren't going to like any of their shit. Oh. Next time someone posts themselves on a private yacht, we all just, society just shuts down and they get zero we likes. We just turn the other way and yes. not look. It's not, we awesome. can't. It's not the way human nature is built. They can't do it. Mm. Social media is built on the fact that people will envy and like those kind of posts. Yeah, Which right. brings me to my first story. Halle Berry. She really got everybody. She faked everybody out. She posted a photo of her and her boyfriend staring into each other's eyes in silhouette and says, well, it's official, making everyone think that they had gotten married. And then the next photo, 
she captioned, it's 2022. See what she did there was she made it look like she was announcing that she got married. Who is her boyfriend now? Uh, her name, his name is Van something. Van Hunt. Van Hunt is his, his, uh, mm. his boyfriend, her boyfriend. And they were at a super fancy hotel in Bora Bora. Oh. And so they showed the photograph. And it was attempted a, a joke, I guess. But the thing was, every one of her friends thought it was real. And so Dwayne Johnson and Octavia Spencer and all her friends sent them congratulations. Well, how could she not expect that to happen? So why do you do that then? Why do you want to I punk your friends with a fake wedding? I don't know. Just stupid. I don't know. Made me angry. Yeah. George Lopez was doing a New Year's Eve show. He got sick in the middle of it and had to walk off after 30 minutes. Did he barf minutes. on stage? He didn't, but they said it looked Ugh. like he was going to. He began struggling and sweating and then asked for a glass of water and then he had to walk off stage after he apologized to the See, crowd. See, that, that story freaks me out because it makes me think of Kevin. Yeah. You know, like the That's sweating true. and the... I My boyfriend was performing in Nashville, um, Blake Shelton. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, for New Year's Eve and he came on stage looking like he was about ready to have a heart attack. Sweat oh, really? pouring and, and I was so scared. It, it forever now when I see somebody feeling sick on stage, I think about Kevin Smith's heart attack. Apparently there was a uh, ambulance waiting for him outside the casino where he was playing. Let me see mm -hmm. the name of this casino because it's a classic. The Muckleshoot Casino Resort in Auburn, Washington. The good old Muckleshoot. Once you played the Muckleshoot, you really I, hit I the peak I, of George, show business. Poor George. George is playing Muckleshoot? He was playing the Muckleshoot uh, and uh, had to leave early. So that poor audience who got cheated out of George Lopez at the Muckleshoot. I wonder how much do you pay for a ticket to see George Lopez at the Muckleshoot? Too much. And I can tell you that the, much right what now. Whatever a, it was, it's too much. What is a Muckleshoot? I can't imagine. I think maybe name our next dog Muckleshoot. Hey, Muckleshoot. Hey, Muckleshoot. Oh, we lost a great one over the weekend. Betty White, just mm. weeks away from her 100th birthday. Passed away at the age of 99. I, you know, obviously a life, a remarkable life, beautifully lived, and she had a long and healthy one. She was healthy right up until she the end really of her was. life. She was, she was, she seemed with it and, um, you know, had all of her cognitive abilities about her and was still funny. Yes. Uh, and I think she just, she passed away in her sleep, I, I think. I believe so. The perfect way to go yes. after a perfect life. And I and I saw the outpouring of sadness. And I it dawned on me, it wasn't so much for her. I think everyone recognizes that she lived a wonderful life. It's for us because there's a little less good in the world now. Yeah, because she's a little, little bit less sweetness. And we need as much good as we can have yeah. right now. We just don't have her anymore. But she, of course, was Sue Ann Nivens on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Right. And uh, Rose on Golden Girls. I mean, if you're in one of those hit shows, that's an, that's a career maker. But the fact that she did both and then was continuing to do SNL and commercials yes. and, and talk shows and just just Well, remarkable. I think when you're in uh, your 50s, too, anytime we lose one of these greats, it's relatable in a slightly different way. Yeah. Because it feels like the end of an era. Like, for me... I looked at that and thought she was born the same year as my grandmother. Mm. So my grandmother would have been 100 this year too. And it kind of made me made me think of old Abby. She was everybody's grandmother. Uh, Betty White was yeah. all, all of our grandmothers and we loved her so. Another passing uh, for fans of this show who also like my buddy Kevin Smith's show, Comic Book Men, you'll know Robert Bruce's name. Robert was one of the experts they would go to on that show talking about collectibles and comics and toys and things like that. 
Robert has passed away at the age of 62, which is sad news. That's I got too early. Way too early. I got to know uh, Robert a little bit. We hung out a couple times and he was always so gracious and fun to be around and a good dude. And so that was, uh, that was sad for me to hear that. Spider-Man No Way Home this weekend passed $600 million at the box office. It's sort of the only thing to go see. It's one of the top 10 highest grossing films of all time in wow. North America. During a pandemic, that's crazy. Yeah. But shows you the uh, draw power of, of that film. That's why they keep making them. I loved it. I really did. Did you think it was good? I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on January 3rd. Musician Thomas Bangalter of Daft Punk. He's 47 years old today. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night for good fun. We're up all night to get lucky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you and let you know that that song is in my playlist that I listen to on the way to the gym to get me pumped up to lift weights. Great tune. Love it. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Marsden, actor and voice oh, artist, Jason. is 47. We know Happy Jason birthday, well Jason. because Mars and his then wife were in the NICU the same time we were in with Olivia That's and right. Lincoln. So we became NICU pals. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a very good guy. Happy birthday, Jason. Danica McKellar, who was Winnie, of course, on The Wonder Years, also 47 years old today. Drummer Mark Pontius of Foster the People is 37. All the other kids with the Florence Pugh from Black Widow and Hawkeye is 26. Dabney Coleman is 90 years old. Wow. I love Dabney Coleman. You remember him as the uh, boss on the movie Nine to Five with Lily yep. Tomlin and Jane Fonda and Dolly Parton? What a way to make a living. That's right. <laughs> There's no taking and no giving. Nice. Good call. Uh, bassist John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin is 76. Texas anti-Semite Mel Gibson is 66 years old today. He's also an actor. Victoria, <laughs> Victoria Principal. Oh, one oh, of Carrie's man. arch nemesis. Yes, because is. she killed Andy Gibb. That is your... She made him take his own life because she broke his ever-loving heart. That is your conspiracy theory that Victoria Principal killed Andy Gibb. She but did. She's still with us. She's 72. And looking great, by the way. Yeah. Stephen Stills of Buffalo Springfield and, of course, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Love him. He is 77 today. Well, there's a road in a distant And the eagle flies with the dark And if you can't be with the one you love Honey, not the one you win and that's it for Celebrity Birthdays for today. I'm Ralph Garman, and I walk the showbiz beat. And now, as we do every Monday, it's time for some munching. Munching Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's Fun Day, 
Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. I testicles are just all... <laughs> Sitting in for Eddie Pence today, of course, is the First Lady, Carrie. It's me. Please tell me that we are going to fire up the barbecue and cook Reggie. Oh, how dare you. eat our dog. How dare you. And then Reggie. I won't have to try to do the show with this dog at my feet He's, whining the entire time. He is a massive pain in the ass. He's such a pain. You know, last night Liv went to go get her cozy little blanket because you mm -hmm. know she likes to sleep with those cozy blankets. Sure. He had wiped his butt all over it. He wiped poop all over her blanket. Oh, my God. She's like, what is this? I'm like, I think that's Reggie's poop. Damn you, Reggie. He is a pain in the ass. You but are we a love pain him. in the ass. Uh, sadly, no, we won't be feasting on Reggie today. Oh, right. This was sent to us by a Garmy member, I think inspired by the fact that Eddie and I had to uh, try those various flavored lubes that turned out to be a disaster. I did see that. She sent us this. Uh, this came from Alicia. I don't know if she's actually tried it herself or not or whether she just suggested that we do it. For you two, three, and four-star generals who watch Munchin Monday as well as uh, listen, I want to show this to you. These are called gum jobs. And gum jobs are uh, novelty teeth covers for giving blowjobs. Oh. This is an oral sex assist. So you put these flavored gummy mouth guards on your upper and lower teeth. Both on the upper and the lower? Sure, because you don't want to scrape anybody with your teeth. Yeah, but hold your mouth open. <laughs> Look, I don't know exactly what Listen, technique I you clearly use. have given more blowjobs than you have. Clearly. So but, I, but I guess just in case, what if they what if he's massive or something? You don't want any scraping. So these are flavored uh teeth covers for blowjobs. They're called gum jobs. And they come in various flavors, including uh cherry pie, okay. succulent strawberry, and wild watermelon. Okay. Three different flavors. I would imagine that the putting those in your mouth would increase the volume of saliva in your mouth, which would then increase the pleasure. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. And you could probably put pressure on it that you couldn't use otherwise with your teeth because these would slide up and down on on your partner, I would assume. Yeah, it might it might provide a, a, you know, a, a different feeling. But the real question is, how do they taste? And yeah. so that's what we're going to be doing today. I didn't think about how we're going to open these up. Did you, do you have a, a dildo that we're going to practice on? No, or? we're just going to, we're just going to try them. We're going to put them on our teeth and See then. See how dedicated I am when I do Munchin Mondays? You want to suck a dildo. I appreciate well, that. Not Eddie Pence wouldn't on, go for that. No, he would not right. go for that. I don't know how to open this. I, just, I don't either. I I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to. Scissors. It's Thanks. a cute box, but... I have scissors. Thanks again, Alicia, for sending this. Thanks, here. Alicia. Here, I'm going to I'm gonna use scissors. Yeah, okay. I can't do it without scissors either. All right, I opened this one. You take, you take this one. Okay. I'll take this Let me part. see which flavor I'm going to uh, well, well, go with first. We should start, I think, at the top. We're doing all of them? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, the top is... Ralph, you didn't actually open pie. the package, dude. I did. Just It's on the side. The side here that I cut, just pull it. Oh. There you go. My first whiff is not good. My first whiff, I'm going to go with... Um, <laughs> I just got one myself. Yep, I'm going to go with uh, NyQuil. Yeah, these novelty things often don't have do the best flavors. I'm going to say NyQuil. And also, it's 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 Oof. it's not a hard candy. I thought it was no, going to be hard in... 
It's a gummy. Consistency, but Mine it is... Mine is sticking to the package. You got to be careful because they can actually kind of rip if you're not careful on that. So everybody, before you give your blowjob, I would recommend taking these out of the package and having them gently resting on a nightstand or whatever. Here. All right. Or... An altar. You're really supposed to use these. Or an Again. altar if you're going to have sex in a church. That's right. If you're with a uh, busty goth girl. All right, I'm going in. I'm showing this to the camera. This is, we're going to start with this is the cherry is pie the... flavor, although it's purple. No, it's purple. Oddly enough. So you put it on it the top the and the bottom. No, this is the grape. Cherry pie is the middle one. And no, the, the strawberry is the middle one. And then the bottom one is watermelon. Oh, you're right. All right. Mm-hmm. They're they're a little small. Yeah. They only cover my front like six teeth. And they stick together. And there's no room for a penis in my mouth. No, they stick together too. I only can fit. Oh. They stick together. Oh, mm. this is a total fail. It you, tastes like lipstick. You can't give a blowjob. It it they stick together, mm. and there's no room for anything in your mouth other than these. I actually think you're probably supposed to just put one in your mouth, not two, Ralph. No, you're supposed to put guards. It says on the front. You put in the guard, the top and bottom. The very the artwork on this top shows you how it's used. How big of a mouth do I think I have? Oh my god. I'm chewing it now. Do I have to eat the whole thing? No, you just have to taste it. It's too late. I already started chewing the whole thing. Well, we got we got six more to go through. Are we allowed to spit things out at Tasting Tuesday yeah. or whatever we're doing? <laughs> it's munching Monday. Munching Monday? Um, Tasty Tuesday? I don't know if people want to watch you spit something out, but you can. I'm going to swallow it because... Because when gonna, it comes to blowjobs, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm going to try to be brave, but... All right, we don't have to put two in every time. Oh, that flavor, no. But that was awful. The flavor was awful. Ugh, yuck. Cherry pie tasted nothing like cherry pie, by the way. I'm it trying not to like drink lipstick. alcohol this week, and it's making me just want to take a Are you big do slug a, of vodka. Are you going to do a sober January? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not either. How, right. I can't do a whole sober month, but I was going to at least try to do a couple sober days. Sober week? Yeah. All, All right, right. I'm, let's try the next flavor. This one is, uh, this is straw, strawberry. I'm gonna put my two sillies. Probably. This one isn't as bad because the flavor is not as strong. No, it tastes like wax. There's not really any taste oh to God. this at all. Mm. But they're 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 terrible. If you were to compare this to like Ugh. a gummy bear, no, it's they're awful. so hard to chew. They are. They're like. I guess they're supposed to be long lasting. Now, so they're not. E- they don't dissolve easily. You but. do know. That I can eat. I hope you're reg- supposed to eat them. I can. Oh, yeah. Ralph. No, it says gummy candy. Gummy candy teeth covers. Yeah, Thank so they're, God. They're edible. I um, I can eat regular watermelon, but you know what happens to me if I taste watermelon gum or any oh, fake I watermelon? You don't like uh, fake watermelon Because flavor. it smells like vomit. It That's why. It smells it like vomit. My mom the other day gave me, she had watermelon mints. Who is watermelon mints? Nobody does because watermelon shouldn't be a mint. It's not a mint, no. And I put it in my mouth, and I spit it out across the table at a restaurant. Charming. Well, you know, I'm charming like that. Well, here's the last one. This is wild watermelon. Oh, God. It smells like vomit or diarrhea. Again, there's no watermelon flavor. Oh, God. The only thing that could be worse than Mm. this is if you gave me a bowl of oatmeal. Did you spit it out? Yes. 
I spit them all out so far. Ralph, They're I'm s- swallowing. I'm not. They're slimy and hard to chew, and they taste awful. But I don't. Where are you spitting oh. it out in? Into my coffee mug. Into my Eagles coffee mug. Poor Eagles. That's all right. They'll survive. I gotta spit it out, too. I can't do it. Well, just spit <sighs> it out into the holder, into under the cardboard. Ew. I don't know. Get up. You can get up and go to the bathroom or something. Come here, Reggie. No, don't feed it to the dog. Why is he shaking? Because he's he's a nervous wreck. That's why. That um is entirely unnecessary. All of it. None. You don't need them. You don't need those covers, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm give saying. A sex. You don't need those. I'm saying I would. I would. If I could offer some advice to the manufacturer, mm. they need to be made about a third of the thickness that they are. They're literally like made for for a very large mouth. Yeah, it's like a boxing mouthpiece. It's so big. It's got to be smaller. And they need to redo the flavors entirely. And they need to redo the consistency entirely. The only thing that I think we can say is Oof. good here and decent is the packaging. The packaging is, is it looks good, although it's impossible to get into. That's how they get you. Cute packaging. Another fail when it comes to flavors and sex being mixed. Apparently, the two should remain separate. Boy, yeah. Eddie Pence lucked out today not being here. I could barely chew that stuff. For t- My jaw is tired and I didn't even give a blowjob. <laughs> Eddie lucked out that he missed out on today's Munchin' Monday or Tastin' Tuesday, depending on. Tastin' Tuesday. Come on. I want someone to write that song. We're going to make a we play. We don't do it on Tuesdays, though. We're going to. Come on, Mike Serber, get on it. No need for it, Mike, because we don't taste stuff and on Tuesdays. And we're going to change this up. We're going to do stuff a little bit different. No, we won't. It's called Munchin' Tasty Monday. Tasty Tuesday. It's just another munching Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the run stay. It's just another munching Monday. Well, that was awful so many levels. That was a hard, tasty Tuesday. Alicia, please let me know if you have tried those and what you thought or whether you just thought it'd be cute to buy two and send it our way and watch us suffer. No way you could actually fit all that in there. You couldn't perform a blowjob with those. No, not at all. Nope. All right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for being with us. Happy New Year, everybody. So glad you decided to return to the Ralph Report. We're glad to be here for you. Tomorrow, we're going to do it all over again. Carrie will once again be sitting in. And then the rest of the week, Steve Ashton has volunteered to be my special Yay, guest Steve. host. So we're kicking off the year in style. Come on back and join us, won't you? Stay good in the hood. Stay sweet at six feet. Life is life. Because, you know, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Bye. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. 